It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. JB Barry here at Fantasy Coach JB over on Twitter, back with your DFS Flash Podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving, and now we're back. And every week, you know I'm here at Aaron Torres Media, giving you this weekly guide to help you build out your winning DFS lineup over on DraftKings. The DFS Flash is a quick show. It's only about 15 minutes of your time. And I lay out some of my favorite options to target at each position for the Sunday DFS main slate. I go position by position, giving you my favorite pay up, pay down, and dart throw options at each position to help you build out your winning DFS lineup. Every week, I put in my own lineup on DraftKings using the players I talk about here on this show. And what we look for is at least a minimum two and a half times return on investment from our DFS players to double up in our cash games. We're in week 12, and hopefully by this time in the season, you've built up a nice bankroll with me using the players from the DFS Flash. So let's build that week 12 lineup and let's make some money. At quarterback this week, my payup option is Matthew Stafford at 7,100. I like Brady at 7,600, but he's facing an indie team at home who's fired up off their great performance against Josh Allen last week. So I'll take the $500 discount and go with Matthew Stafford. Stafford's coming off a bye week where the offense had time to get Odell Beckham more acclimated to the offense, and it gave Stafford more time to work with Sean McVay on how they'll navigate their offense without Robert Woods. Los Angeles has lost two games in a row, and they're looking to get back on track with their Super Bowl aspirations. Stafford's going to get going, and that's going to be a main factor in Los Angeles turning things around. In those two losses, Stafford's only thrown two touchdowns while throwing four interceptions. Stafford's got a good matchup to right the ship this week. He gets a Green Bay secondary who's still without Jair Alexander, and they just gave up 34 points and 341 passing yards to Kirk Cousins in Minnesota last week. At $7,100, it's a good investment on a quarterback who should be able to put up over 20 fantasy points. Before these last two games, Stafford scored over 20 in each of his previous six games. At this price, a a two-and-a-half times return on investment would be less than 18 fantasy points, and he'd only need to get slightly above 21 points for a three-times return. My pay-down option at quarterback is Cam Newton at 5,600. Cam was my dart throw option last week at only 5,100, and he delivered with a nice 26-point fantasy performance. He's still too cheap, in my opinion, and he's a solid pay-down option for us this week. 
Cam only threw 27 times last week, but he completed 21 of his 27 passes for 189 yards and two passing scores. Now, Cam also added a touchdown on the ground, and he's always a threat to run one in for added value. His dual threat ability always makes him an intriguing option, and in his two games since coming back to Carolina, he has three passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. And that's even with only playing nine snaps in his first week. Cam gets a Miami defense this week who's better against the run than they are against the pass. They rank 13th against the run, and they'll surely be paying attention to trying to limit Christian McCaffrey. More on that later. They rank 29th in the league against the pass, and Cam should be able to take advantage of that by utilizing his receiving duo as well as McCaffrey as a pass catcher out of the backfield. At only $5,600, we only need 14 points to get to the two and a half times return and less than 17 to get to a three times return. Cam's a solid pay down option with his ability to throw and run for touchdowns every single week. My dart throw option at quarterback, it's going to be Ben Roethlisberger at 5,200. Now I probably won't pay all the way down as Cam is enough of a discount in my opinion, but all the way down to 5,200 is big Ben. Ben's clearly on the last leg of his career and the injuries to his wide receivers haven't helped his cause at all this year. But despite that, Ben is still coming off a shootout game where he put up nearly 23 fantasy points last week. Ben gets a matchup this week against Cincinnati, who ranks 24th against the pass and has given up over 250 passing yards per game. Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati offense is going to score points against Pittsburgh's defense, and Ben's going to have to throw to keep up with him. At two and a half times return on Ben's $5,200 salary would only be 13 fantasy points. Ben's gotten over that number in six of his last eight games, and he should be able to get there again in a game where he should be throwing early and often. At this discounted salary, Ben's an option for you if you want to really save a quarterback and throw a dart here. You might need to pay down. You might need to find places to save money because my pay-up option at running back this week is Christian McCaffrey at 9000 Now, just like when we talked about his quarterback, Cam Newton, McCaffrey's always a nice play for fantasy because of his dual threat ability. Now, we like Cam's ability to throw and run, and we like CMC's ability to contribute as both a rusher and as a pass catcher. Even in a game last week, when McCaffrey only had 10 carries, he was able to take them for 59 yards, but he also caught seven passes on eight targets for another 60 yards and a receiving touchdown. The week before, he was also kind of limited with his rushing role, and he only had 13 carries but he took those for 95 yards while catching all 10 of his targets for another 66 yards to put him over 150 total yards. Now with Newton at quarterback, there's always a fear of him vulturing rushing touchdowns from McCaffrey, but that fear might keep others in your DFS contest from using him and pivoting to Jonathan Taylor or Najee Harris, something like that. Now in his fourth game back from injury, McCaffrey seems ready for a larger workload. And in a game that should stay competitive, CMC should be heavily involved in both the running and passing game. I look for CMC to get over 15 carries this week and continue to be a featured receiver. So with that usage, he could certainly pay off even at his high salary. At $9,000, we would need CMC to get 22 and a half points for a two and a half times return on his investment. He's gotten over that number in both of his last two games. And that was with only scoring one touchdown. With the expected increase in rushing volume, and his constant usage as a receiver, he should be able to get us over that number again this week while he finds the end zone. 
My pay down option at running back is Daryl Henderson at 5,800. Henderson, this is his cheapest salary since week four. And that's likely because he struggled a bit lately. In his last two games, he scored less than nine fantasy points and he scored under 10 in three of his last four. But in every other game, Henderson scored over 15 and a half fantasy points and he's gone over 20 points twice. The Los Angeles buy came at a perfect time with the loss of Robert Woods and the addition of Odell Beckham. The extra week's going to help Sean McVay get this offense back on track. Henderson's struggles the past two weeks were just a part of the entire team struggling to get the offense going. Henderson only had five carries last week and he only had 11 the week before. Los Angeles only managed to score 26 total points in those two games. Coincidence? I don't think so. I think that in the off week, McVay had to have looked at that and realized they can't abandon the run and still be successful. Henderson needs to be involved to take some pressure off Matthew Stafford and to give the defense another layer to focus on. At the discounted salary we're getting, Henderson only needs to get us 14 and a half fantasy points on DraftKings to return us a two and a half times value. Even with the three recent stinkers, Henderson still averages 15 and a half points. I'll be looking for Henderson to get back to his regular involvement in the offense. He'll increase his volume, score a touchdown, and be a solid pay down asset in our lineups. My dart throw option at running back is going to be Miles Sanders at 5,100. Coming back off his ankle injury last week, Sanders got right into it, getting 16 carries, which he took for 94 yards. The 16 carries were the most he's had in a game this season, and it shows us that Philly's actually committing to running the ball more. Now, Sanders didn't find the end zone, and he failed to catch his only target. So his fantasy output last week wasn't anything special, but it was also in a tough matchup against the defense that's been good against the run this season. The New York defense that he faces this week ranks 23rd in the league against the run, and they allow almost 120 rushing yards per game to their opponents. While Sanders doesn't offer the slate-breaking upside some other running backs do, getting a lead back in a good matchup at this price, that qualifies for me as a solid dart throw. If Sanders manages to find the end zone this week, getting over the 15-point mark would be pretty likely, and that would make a three-times return value on his $5,100 salary. Now, before we get into wide receivers, football is certainly rolling. And our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook have an incredible offer for all you football junkies. New users, bet $1, just $1 on any game. And if your team scores one point, you get $100 in free bets. Yeah, you heard that right. $1, one game, $100 in free bets. Here's what you do. Click the link in the show description, sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook, and make your first deposit. Make a $1 bet on any team, and if your team scores one point, you get an automatic $100 thanks to our friends at DraftKings. It's an awesome deal, so act now. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, or call or text Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 21 and over, 18 and over in Wyoming. 
Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. Minimum $5 deposit, minimum $1 wager. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Let's get over to wide receiver. At wide receiver this week, my payup option is Debo Samuel at 7,900. I almost went back to the well with Justin Jefferson here. Jefferson was my payup option last week, and I called him scoring a touchdown, and he had two. He's also a great play this week, but I'm going to go with Samuel at $400 less. Last week, Debo saw his fewest targets and fewest receptions in the season, only catching one pass on two targets. You'd think that that means he had a terrible game, right? Well, think again. Part of the appeal of Debo is his ability to make plays when the ball's in his hands, and Kyle Shanahan knows that. Debo was used out of the backfield as a runner eight times last week, and he rushed for 79 yards and a touchdown. Now, Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo know that Debo is the most explosive weapon in the offense, and they're going to continue to find ways to get the ball in his hands. Whether it's as a runner or as a receiver, Debo is going to continue to be a focal point of the offense. I can't see another scenario where Debo only catches one ball, especially with this juicy matchup against Minnesota. Minnesota's defense has given up the most receiving yards and touchdowns to opposing wide receivers on the season. Debo's a guy who has slate-breaking potential. He could score multiple touchdowns in any given game. Even at the payup salary, we only need him to get to 20 points for a two-and-a-half times return on investment. Not only has he gotten over that number in half the games he's played, he's gotten to 25 points in five games, and he's even gone over 30 points in three games. In a good matchup this week, Getting to 25 or 30 again would not surprise me. My pay down option at wide receiver is Michael Pittman at 5,600. After Pittman's little breakout in weeks seven and eight, he's been relatively quiet and people have started to forget about him. Not me, not us. We're going to take advantage of it. Part of that has been Indianapolis commitment to run with Jonathan Taylor. He's been running wild against everybody he faces, but this week, Taylor's going to face his biggest challenge against the Tampa Bay league's best run defense, which should force Indy to throw more. This is a huge plus for Pittman and part of why I'm going to be getting him in my lineups. As good as Tampa is up front, they're almost just as bad in the secondary. The Tampa secondary has been banged up all season and they're still dealing with injuries and their top cover corner, Carlton Davis, isn't expected back yet this week. They've co- they have corners playing out of position. Their regular slot corner, has been playing outside, and they've had a safety taking most of the reps at slot corner. Pittman's going to have a nice size advantage and skill advantage over Sean Murphy Bunting, who's much better in the slot than out wide. And when Indy gets Pittman lined up in that matchup, they should take advantage of it. Indy's coming off three games where they've been in control for most of the game. So the game script favored the run and limited their need to pass. With Tom Brady and all his weapons on the other side putting up points, Indy's going to need to score to keep up. Of course, Taylor's going to still be the focal point. He's really gunning for that rushing title. He's been on fire. They're going to keep getting him the ball. But if they can't get much going on the ground, they're going to need to rely on Pittman to make plays to keep them in this game. And that game should be a shootout. Pittman's been held scoreless the past two games, but he scored four touchdowns in the three games prior to that. This is going to be my touchdown guarantee this week, friends. Michael Pittman's going to find the end zone this week. And that's going to help us get over the 16.8 fantasy points we would need from him to get us a three times return on investment at his $5,600 salary over on DraftKings. 
my dart throw option at wide receiver this week. It's Nico Collins at only $3,200. You heard that right. Only $3,200. A true dart throw this week. It's not often you get this low of a salary for a team's number two passing target playing against a defense that's the league worst in passing defense. New York ranks 32nd against the pass, and they give up over 280 passing yards per game. Now, Collins only caught one pass on two targets last week, but it was a sloppy game, and Houston ran a lot playing with the lead. Now, I don't think Collins is going to be a guy who gets 10 targets, but he is a red zone target, and we love that with a low-salary dart throw. He just needs to catch a couple of balls and one of them be a touchdown for him to get double-digit points. Actually, even if he doesn't score, he only needs to get to about nine and a half points for a three-times return on this super cheap salary. And he got there in week eight with four catches for 55 yards and no touchdown. At this salary, I'll likely be using Collins as a dart throw to be able to pay up for guys like CMC and Debo. Tight end this week. My payup option is going to be Kyle Pitts at 6,100. This slate only has two of the top tight ends. So if you're paying up at tight end, your decision's pretty much between Pitts and Kittle. Not only is Pitts the cheaper option of the two, but I think he's the better play also. Pitts is coming off a disappointing game last week with only three catches, but that's because he faced a good New England defense who was completely focused on taking him out of the game. This week, he gets a matchup with Jacksonville, who's been playing pretty good defense, but they're banged up in the secondary. Jacksonville also allows the 10th most points per game to the tight end position, and that's against regular tight ends. Imagine what a unicorn like Pitts can do to them. If I have the funds to pay up a tight end this week, I'll go Pitts, who could have a huge game in this matchup. My pay down option is going to be Rob Gronkowski at 4,400. Gronk returned last week after missing several games with back issues, but he got back in the heart of the Tampa Bay offense with six catches and 71 yards. He was immediately a favorite target of Tom Brady once again, and that should continue this week in a good matchup. The Indianapolis defense has allowed the fourth most points to the tight end position, and Gronk should have plenty of opportunities in the game with the highest point total on the slate. The Tampa receivers are also banged up, and the biggest name is Mike Evans, who's missed practice with his own back issues this week. Now, Evans is a great weapon in the red zone, and if he misses this game or if he's forced to come out some plays with the back issues like he did last week, Gronk's going to be the beneficiary of more red zone looks, with him also being a great weapon inside the 20. At only $4,400 on DraftKings, Gronk only needs to get to 11 fantasy points for a two and a half times return on investment. In the four games Gronk has played fully, his lowest total was 9.5 points, and he scored at least 13 points in the other three games. If I don't have the funds to pay up for Pitts, I'm going to have Gronk in my lineup. My dart throw at tight end this week, it's going to be Evan Engram at 3,800. Now, Engram's coming off a poor performance last week, but so is the whole New York offense. They fired their offensive coordinator, and they should come into this divisional game with some focus on moving the ball and getting the offense on track. Before last week's dud, Engram scored touchdowns in back-to-back games, and he put up double-digit fantasy performance in his last three games before last week. I know it's not exciting to play Engram, but he's a solid dart throw option with the upside because he is an athletic tight end, and if you're going to pay all the way down at tight end this week, He's a good dart throw because of his upside. On defense this week, my payup option is New England at 3,900. 
even as the highest priced defense this week, I still think there's a value on New England. This defense has been rolling and they've scored double digit fantasy points in each of their last five games. And they're coming off of a shutout. Not only did they just shut out Atlanta last week, but they held Cleveland to only seven points the week before and Carolina to only six the week before that on the season, New England has 18 interceptions and 28 sacks. Matthew Judon, Kyle Van Noy and the crew, they've been playing lights out and that should continue this week. They get a Tennessee team who's already without their stud running back. And they're also going to be missing their top wide receiver this week. I can't see Tennessee getting anything going against this defense. So they're a good play, even at this salary. My pay down option on defense, it's going to be Houston at 2,300. I actually ended up using Houston for some salary saving last week, and they came through with 16 points in their four interception game. In fact, they've had two good games in a row after scoring 15 fantasy points against Miami in their previous game. This week, they get a New York team who's going to be without their starting running back, Michael Carter, and they're going to be starting Zach Wilson in his first game back from his knee injury. Houston should be able to get some pressure on Wilson, and Wilson might not be as mobile nursing that knee, so Houston could add to their 21 sacks that they already have on the season. They have six sacks, six interceptions, and four fumbles in their last two games, and they should be able to add to those totals in a good matchup against the banged-up offense. At only $2,300, we only need them to get about seven points to get us a three-times return on investment. That's going to be plenty good enough as a pay-down option for our lineups. The reinvigorated Houston defense, they've gotten at least seven fantasy points in three of their last four games, and they should get there once again for us this week. That's going to wrap it up for week 12, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the DFS Flash podcast here at Aaron Torres Media. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button over on Apple or Spotify. Leave your comments and also keep your eyes on AaronTorresOnline.com. That's where you could find all the podcasts and articles that myself and all my incredible teammates are putting out on a regular basis. It's not just football. We've got all the sports over there. You could follow me on Twitter at FantasyCoachJV and hit me up with any questions you might have. DFS, whatever it is, I love how I'll catch you all right back here for the next episode. Before that, I'll see you in Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.